If living in the 80s taught me anything, if it's bad, it must be Satan. The mass Don't give in. Don't give in to their tyranny. Episode of it. It's very Unfortunately, they'll it's, never know what we were talking about because I clicked oh, after yeah. you said it. I was oh, you did? Say, it's, you can get it on Hulu for like a, whatever the premium missed prescription. Prescription? I, oh, it's not on Hulu for free anymore? Like just as part of the Hulu catalog? It's locked. It says premium something or other required. Fuck. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, listen, it's the boondocks. I'm a bootleg it like they intended. <laughs> Honestly. Now... I don't know. I, I would assume I have premium. I don't. Is is non premium with commercials? No. So there's with Hulu, you can get subscriptions to like the stars catalog oh. and yeah, shit yeah. like it that. It works a lot like cable. Yeah. yeah. It, that's all it is now. It's just cable that you decide what you want. But yeah. you pay them so you don't get ads. Yeah. But because the ads thing fell through so hard, they were like, all right, we got to switch it up again. <laughs> I remember Hulu used to be like free yeah it just all had ads yep and then they used to be free with ads yeah and premium and they should have kept that model free with ads but premium but if they wanted to add that extra shit they could have done what they've now done which is you get free with ads or the premium subscription which or or free with ads no ads premium subscription gets you all the extra shows and shit yeah but have you ever have you ever watched any streaming service that's free with ads. The I ads used to are watch horrible. Oh yeah, it's the same yeah. ones over and over. Again. I it's used the same to ads watch over and YouTube. over again, and it's like two minutes of ads every ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, which is why I that's the, the I used to use Hulu with ads. Um, they are what made me use an ad blocker even to this day. Yeah, I'll tell you the 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 streaming site that pisses me off the most is Peacock. Yeah. Oh yeah, because is it also free with ads? Some things, but like you know, I don't know if you know it's that there's a new it. version of Night Court. I don't know if you watched Night Court back no. in the eighties. No, well, you weren't alive in the eighties. I but sure was I'm sure at some point, if you, if you yeah. Anyways, it was an old eighties sitcom. Cindy and I loved it. Well, they've rebooted it, and the first episode was on Peacock. Mm-hmm. So it's like awesome. Well, <clears throat> so we watched the first episode. Next episode come, pops up. Go to click on that. If you would like to watch the rest, you must subscribe oh, to Peacock. My God. But then the crazy thing is, we now have the NBC channel on our uh, Roku. You watch, you got commercials, but you you can watch it for free on the NBC app. Yeah. So and like you can't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine anymore because you have to have a subscription to Peacock to watch it. That used to be on Hulu too. Yeah, I know they took all the stuff from Hulu. Put it on Peacock. There's literally such a surplus of shit that companies are really dumping off their websites. Yeah. And that's how these other streaming services, quote unquote, come about. Is they just buy them for pennies on the dollar. Mm -hmm. And they're like, let's get the rights to this, 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 and this. Tell everybody it's free. And then three months later, just like with that fucking movie pass guy, three months later, it's actually not free. And Uh actually the company's tanking. So we have to now we have to charge you or go belly up. Movie Pass was a deep pull. 
I had I had a movie pass twice, and it was really? during yes, and you know when it was? It was during the startup of both times, and that was the only time it was worth it to have a movie pass. Have you heard what uh, came from AMC? It's about or four Regal? months total of useful mm-hmm. use, but our cinema <clears throat> it's one of the movie chains, movie theater chains. Uh-huh. They're wanting to charge extra for what's considered the premium s- seating area. You know, like right in the middle of the theater. Yeah, that's supposed to be like the best for the surround sound and all that. Uh-huh. They want to charge more for that. Uh, they can suck a seats. fart out of my ass. Do you yeah. know what's crazy is that that's a full myth. Is it really? Yes. The, literally, it used to be a thing in older theaters, but oh, as yeah, soon as they figured out a seat, yeah, yeah. right. As soon as they figured out, no, no, no. I mean, in older movie theaters, where the, like you and I used to go to, like in the late nineties, early two thousands. Uh huh. Surround sound was surround, but it wasn't like uni- uni- um, uniform. Uniform, right? Yeah. They solved that a long time ago through speaker technology and placement. Yeah. A long mm. time ago. I thought you were saying them charging for the no. seats was a myth. No, but no, you no. know what? You know why? You know why streaming services suck? Tell me why, Don. Because they were invented by Satan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Two Towns Over. I am Don. I'm your randomized orchard mariner. I'm Josh, a.k.a. A Painting of a Little Boy. And uh, we're back to Satanic Sundays. That one was inspired. Yeah. It came out of nowhere, too. <laughs> it, it took me, a like, I, I had to I had to boy. kill for time on the midweek. <laughs> that was so good. I pulled that one right out of my ass. <laughs> what did I say? Orchard Mariner? What yeah. the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Literally Randomized t- Orchard Mariner. Well, it's random. That's so. true. Uh, ten minutes ago, I was like, I'm going to say Drop Bear Victim. <laughs> and, and then you fully <laughs> forgot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know how it goes. Yeah. Come hell or high water. See it's what I did gonna there? be the first one. We we're gonna get through this 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 into, we're not cutting this into another episode. <laughs> okay. By that I mean it's gonna be come hell. <laughs> so if this is a three hour episode, it's a three hour fucking episode. Fucking A, alright. I'm excited for this episode, actually. I I might shut up and let you get through large portions of this. I I don't know if I'll be able to. I'm literally running off of very little human interaction and, like, you know. So You say some outrageous shit to me sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So this week we're going to finish up um, our Anton LaVey's Church of Satan and everything with the the newest, um, I don't want to say form of Church of Satan. (laughs) What was his little name again? Xandor. Xandor. The Chronicles of Xandor the oh, Kid. by the way, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if you saw on the uh, Discord server, someone posted a picture of Lin-Manuel Miranda uh-huh. saying that he was a twin for Anton LaVey, I guess. I'm not exactly <sighs> Maybe sure. Maybe at the right was. angle if yeah. his head was shaved. To which I jokingly said, well, now we've got to do a parody of Hamilton telling the story of Anton LaVey. <laughs> <laughs> and my brain was like- <laughs> Anton Xandor LaVey. What the fuck? <laughs> I am the A N T O N Levin. <laughs> Good. God damn it. Uh, I am not going to pray to God. Anyways. <laughs> That's actually really good. <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about the newest. Uh, Half of the songs in the play are just about how we don't actually believe in Satan. Right. <laughs> right. Well, this is very technical. Being a three part episode about organized satanic religion no it's only been a two-part episode well well technically if you want to get technical if we're talking about if you're at it yeah four part if you add in anton Levey, 
that was the founding of yeah it's i do i do so yeah it's it's really been like a four-part series about organized religion which originally was only supposed to be one episode yeah the chronicles of uh one more zardon the kid or whatever (laughs) zordon zordon the child yes xena warrior princess the kid yes xena warrior princess billy anyways so we're going to talk about the satanic temple today uh so the satanic temple uh is a non-theistic religious organization that is primarily based in the united states with additional congregations in canada australia Finland, Germany, and the United Kingdom. So, everywhere. Yeah, pretty oh. much. Any of the, the Western countries, you know, Western civilization countries, Probably I guess. also Russia, because most of the world lives there, or some shit. <laughs> you think Russia's gonna allow a satanic temple? They Listen, even, bro. Aren't, isn't, like, aren't they atheists for the most part? No. Unless they're, they're wanting no, to... They're think, whatever the current dictator is that week. That's true. USSR uh, tried to completely outlaw religion, I believe. Yeah. Gotcha. I may have my history wrong on that one. Correct me. I don't well. necessarily mean openly. Oh, yeah. Because, like, it's Russia. There are a lot of people there. Yeah. And there's no way some of them aren't pretending to be Satanists. Such as this guy, our guy, the Xandor the Brave. (laughs) So co-founded by Lucian Graves, the the organization spokesperson, and Malcolm Jerry. Lucian Brave? Dope name. Graves. Graves? Graves. Even better. Yep. Or Greaves. It's G-R-E-A-V-E-S. Maybe Greaves? Greaves. That's so cool. That's even better. (laughs) That's the third bestest one that you've said. (laughs) So the organization uses satanic imagery, satanic, satanic imagery, satanic, to promote egalitarianism, social justice, and the separation of church and state. So they're SJW cucks. Yeah. I don't know if I call them cucks. Don't do that. (laughs) Sorry. Stop it. No. I can't. Listen, I'm reaching out for, uh, we're trying to expand our audience, right? (laughs) So, supporting their mission to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people. The Satanic Temple has utilized satire, theatrical Mm. ploys, humor, and legal action in their public campaigns to generate attention and prompt people to reevaluate fears and perceptions and to highlight religious hypocrisy and encroachment on religious freedom. See, that's my shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is my fucking shit. So, like the Church of Satan... The Satanic Temple does not believe in a supernatural Satan. Instead, it employs the literary Satan as a metaphor to promote pragmatic skepticism, rational reciprocity, personal autonomy, and curiosity. So instead of being Satan's advocate, Satan is the advocate in this scenario. Right. Metaphorically. Yeah, yeah it's like you said, the literary Satan rather than a, a literal Satan. Right. Yeah. Which also, just to get up on my fucking soapbox for a little bit. If somebody's like, you don't need a devil's advocate because you're advocating for the devil. My dude, they used to call black people the devil, and we certainly needed advocates. So fuck off. True. <laughs> so Satan is thus used as a symbol representing the internal rebel against arbitrary authority and social norms. Satan got kicked out of his house for saying, fuck you, dad. Absolutely <laughs> get off my ass. Adherents generally refer to their religion as Satanism or modern Satanism while others refer to the Satanic Temple's religion as compassionate Satanism or seven-tenant Satanism. The organization... When they stole the holy number. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the organization's participation in public affairs includes political actions as well as lobbying efforts, 
with a focus on exposing Christian privilege when it interferes with personal religious freedom. It considers marriage a religious sacrament that should be governed under the First Amendment's protection of religious liberty and should prevail Mellage. over state laws. They are right about that, kind of. Yeah. So because the group regards inviability of the body as a like, key doctrine. You should be able to marry who you want, and the government should not be able to say yes or no about it. Yep. They should just give you the piece of paper that does the tax thing. Right. That's it. That's what the government should do when it comes to marriage. So because the group and tell you not to marry people who you should not marry, like underage children. Yeah, right. that's about the only situation, really. So be- somebody who doesn't want to marry you. Those are the two, I think. So because the group regards inviability of the body as a key doctrine, it also views all restrictions on abortion, including mandatory waiting periods, as an infringement on the rights of Satanists to practice their religion. That's dope as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with that. I love Satanic Temple. So so far, don't tell me anything terrible about them. I want to like them. Do tell me <laughs> stuff terrible about them. I want to kill my heroes. <laughs> so co-founders the Lucian duality Greaves. of man. <laughs> Which wolf do you feed? <laughs> so co-founders Lucian Greaves and Malcolm Jerry met in 2012, and the Satanic Temple was active by January of 2013. In an interview with the New York Times, Malcolm Jerry stated that the idea of starting a Satanic faith-based organization. <laughs> Inside of you, there are two podcasters. <laughs> uh, was, what did you say? You were one of them is a painting of a small boy. And the other <laughs> it's a randomized orchid, orchard mariner, orchard mariner. Um, that means I ride a dream ship through the apples. Yes. So Malcolm That's Jerry's, fucking awesome. Randomly, <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I don't have a course. I go where the wind doth take me. <laughs> so Malcolm Jerry stated that the idea of starting a satanic faith-based That's organization... That's actually a rad idea. I'm going to put that in a game. Heard. Sorry. <laughs> Malcolm Jerry stated that the idea of starting a satanic faith-based organization was first conceived to meet, quote, all the Bush administration's criteria for receiving funds, but was repugnant to them. Nice! Of course they, it's Bush. Oh, yeah. man. God, I love it. <laughs> it's because... Uh, which the, that the, that the that you just said original right Bush, H W or W W W, um, that right there tells you pretty much everything you need to know is that no, it's not actually about Satan. No, it's fully political at all for sure. It's yes, it's political. It's it's about hypocrisy. It's civil at disobedience it. at its fucking yes, finest. It, that's that's what I couldn't fucking think of. It's civil disobedience. It's literally. It's actually aggressive obedience. That's yeah, it yeah, it's aggressive compliance or whatever the yeah, fuck you yeah, call yeah. it. Yeah, it's that. It's the okay, that's what you want, then I'll do exactly that the wrong way. The way that you hate, but which falls within exactly the lines that you have set. Like uh now the idea was motivated by the former president George W. Bush's formation of the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. Now, the Satanic Temple opened its official headquarters in Salem, Massachusetts in 2016. Rad. For anybody who wants to know what the um, criteria are now, uh, more recently than that, John Oliver did, does a great bit on his uh, on uh, Last Week Tonight, like uh-huh. a few years ago, where he does exactly the same thing, where he's like, I'm going to set up oh, the criteria, because yeah. there's only like this. four, or f- like three to five criteria or some stupid uh-huh. shit. And to be tax exempt as a religion, and he was like, "Well, in this studio audience, we have all of that 
if you guys profess that you believe and truly hold this dear to you. Yeah. Right. And they do, and thus legally, they have tax exemption from the operations of the church. Yeah. They eventually give all the shit like to charity or something. Because but, like, of course. It's John Oliver. So. Yeah. So the former Victorian funeral home that makes up the Salem, uh, the Satanic Temple's uh, headquarters, is painted charcoal black and doubles as the Salem Art Gallery. Fucking rad. On October 15th, so dope. On October fifteenth, two thousand nineteen, the temple announced it had received tax exempt status from the Internal Revenue Service, being classified as a church or convention of association or association of churches. The Satanic Temple has previous had previously been reluctant to pursue tax exempt status until the Johnson Amendment was weakened by an executive order promoting free speech and religious liberty signed by President Trump in two thousand seventeen. God damn. That man is so stupid. Yep. Why did you have to say his name and ruin my day? I'm sorry. It's okay. I forgive uh, you. Which, uh, which the Satanic Temple viewed as unfairly giving higher status to religious individuals. Announcing the new tax status. Co- so they specifically didn't seek it out until somebody tried to further weight the balance in favor of their homies, the religious nut jobs. Exactly. And they were like, well, fuck it. Now we gotta. Yep. So announcing the new tax status, co-founder Lucian Greaves stated, quote, Again, Lucian Greaves is a sick name. <laughs> this that, is just punk as a religion, too, yeah, pretty is much. my favorite thing. He said, quote, In light of theocratic assaults upon the separation of church and state and the legislative effort to establish a codified place of privilege for one religious viewpoint, we feel that accepting religious tax exemption rather than renouncing in protest can help us to better assert our claims to equal access and exemption while laying to rest any suspicion that we don't meet the qualifications of a true religious organization. Satanism is here to stay. Oof. Hey. Now, what a middle finger. Hey, listen, you can't say fuck you better than that. Yeah. Right. So the Satan- <laughs> You really cannot. So the Satanic Temple has had challenges acclimating to the diverse needs of international followers. In fact, I challenge you. Hit us up (laughs) on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, acclimating to diverse needs of international followers, chapters, and congregations. These difficulties largely stem from practical organization, as the Satanic Temple had already been struggling to meet demand for the establishment of new chapters across the United States and was uh, structured based on the assumption of operating within the United States. To complement this, the organization was unwilling to assist members in establishing chapters where the risk of religiously motivated violence was considered too high, such as in Peru and Uganda, mm. out of concerns yeah. for their well-being. Mm-hmm. Now, the difficulties associated—you could do it. We just not helping. Right, right. The difficulties associated with incorporating international members into the organization had led, or has led, to at least one religious schism, which gave birth to another religious satanic organization called the Global Order of Satan hate that what that's, that's the global so order of satan that's so close Bad to fascism name. yeah <laughs> that's so fucking yeah. close so that might be across the line let's so, see so according to the organization's website uh this is the order of the whatever the fuck no this is church or satanic temple okay according to the organization's website the mission of the satanic temple is as follows to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people reject tyrannical authority advocate practical common sense, oppose injustice, and undertake noble pursuits. The Satanic Temple... I like that two of those, at least, are vague enough. Like, say them again? 
Uh, encourage benevolence and empathy among all people. Reject tyrannical authority. Mm-hmm. Advocate practical common sense. That one. Oppose injustice and undertake noble pursuits. That one. That one. Yeah. Are they're so vague that like it feels like padding. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. they have three tenants and then two that are like you know some other things. Be nice. Yeah, be nice and do good things. Yeah. Okay. Don't suck. Be good. Right. So the Satanic Temple has publicly confronted hate groups, fought for the abolition of corporal punishment in public schools. And I like that their first one has to do with empathy. Yeah. It's not do good because you should. It's here's how to do empathy. Now be good because it feels bad when you don't. Right. Uh, They applied for equal representation when religious installations are placed on public property. Provided religious exemption and legal protection against laws that unscientifically restrict women's reproductive autonomy. Exposed harmful pseudoscientific practitioners in mental health care. Organized clubs alongside other religious after-school clubs in schools besieged by proselytizing organizations. And engaged in other advocacy in accordance with our tenets. That's their... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get myself a fucking speaker system. Like the guy in Camden County who goes around saying just unhinged shit about the Bible that it's not true. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to start screaming satanic shit at him, but be nice about it, you know? Just compete like Battle of the Bands, Scott Pilgrim style, but for religion. <laughs> you got to be satanic, but you got to do it in a Bob Ross, Bob Ross voice. I'm gonna I don't the know that I could him. physically do that. <laughs> I don't like... The my rage would boil up from underneath, and I would end up being like imagine a dark Bob Ross. We're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna paint a happy little demon here. Mm-hmm. No, more like uh, 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 I'm gonna paint an angry little demon here. <laughs> All right, so here are the seven fundamental tenets of the Satanic Temple, and there's only seven, unlike the Church of Satan that had fucking thirteen. There was eleven sins, nine. Fuck them, yeah. man. They're so- there were 28 Listen, different things. Mostly harmless, very nerdy, super stupid. So number one, one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. We need to stop? No, I'm trying to find the nearest uh, satanic temple. Oh. <laughs> in the south? Actually. Oh, yeah, nearly every state. Yeah. Actually, wow. all you got to do is just go to their website and you can sign up and get your membership card if you want one. Yeah, but that's not I was the point. Just looking at it. Oh. <laughs> Number no, two. I, I would like to go uh, see if I can, you know, I might have like some canned goods I can donate or something because oh. they do a lot of like food yeah. drives from what I'm seeing. So number two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. Number three, one's body is inviolable, subject to its own one's own will alone. Number four, the freedoms of others should be respected, including the freedom to offend. To willfully and unjustly encroach upon the freedoms of another is to forego one's own. Number five. That's a good point. It's the old saying that your freedoms end where, or the freedom to swing your fists in the air end where my nose begins or something to that effect. No. What it's saying is, when you suppress someone else's rights, it means that you are suppressing your own rights. Mm-hmm. Like, speech-wise, yes, you can offend me. You can tell me, fuck you, all day long. And I can do the same to you. But as soon as I try to silence you, 
I am ultimately silencing myself because if it is, this is something black people have been saying forever. If racism succeeds at segregating black people, they're coming for poor white people next. Right. And then they're coming for middle class white people after that. And then eventually it'll be 10 niggas at the top with all the money and you're a slave to them no matter who you are. Right. So like mm-hmm. that, you know, it's not necessarily like you would say like a slippery slope in conservative style, but like you can see it. You can feel it now. The middle class is disappearing in our world today. Right. Like it's, Demonstrable, there's, there's demonstrable. A no effects song that uh, talks about it. Um, you want to talk like, about trickle down economics? That's what it's like. First, they took away the prostitutes, keep married men safe at home. Then they took away the dealers. Then they, he does a few things, and then the last one is so there was no one left to notice when they came for us. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's an old saying. Like first they came for the something, and I did nothing. Yeah, it, it's a play yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. So number, but it's you know punk culture, so yeah. it's prostitutes and dealers. And- yeah. So number five, beliefs should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific fact to fit one's beliefs. Number six, people are fall- fallible. Fallible. If one makes a mistake, one should do one's best to rectify it and resolve any harm that might have been caused. If you're quick to anger, be quicker to apologize. Right. And number seven, every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Say that one again. Sorry. Uh, Every tenant is a guiding principle designed to inspire nobility in action and thought. The spirit of compassion, wisdom, and justice should always prevail over the written or spoken word. Now that's just sensible. That's just don't believe everything you read. Yeah. Examine the world through a critical lens. So now we're going to talk about some of the Satanic Temple's uh, different... Did you all know that Terrence Howard is trying to reinvent math to say that one times one equals two and that zero doesn't exist? Isn't and Terrence that the, Howard an actor? Yep, and that the square root of two is a whole number. Oh, are, did you watch the the Moist Critical I video sure about did. it? Yeah. <laughs> and why should we listen to Terrence Howard? We shouldn't, okay. for sure. That man is crazy. <laughs> I didn't actually watch that one. I just oh, knew it's wild, as bud. soon as I saw the thumbnail. Uh, th- and you mentioned that. Because the, the title of the video was like, this man just proved all of our math was wrong. Yeah. And if you know Charlie's sense of humor, then... No, he didn't. For sure. Just by reading that. It's it's kind of wild. It's like legit. He has written papers and he like went to Uganda to try to sell hydrogen geometry propulsion. Don't know what the fuck what that means. What does Uganda have to do with that? Well, because in America, they laughed him out of every college. <laughs> literally. And then also he went to like Oxford and they were like, fuck no. And so he went to Uganda to try to sell this thing. What a fucking idiot! He's so crazy. I don't. I like. He's like crazy in like a sad way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He cost himself further money when he got pissed with Iron Man two. He brings that up because one of the theories is that Terrence Howard believes that if you give, if you have an apple and I have an apple and I give you my apple, I still have two apples because everything is one. So like he got mad because Tony or uh, Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Had more apples than Terry, but Terry 
Dim steal your apples by your own logic. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about some of the uh, uh, foundations uh-huh. and... Correct. I will have to watch that video. Some of the foundations and some of the um, projects that the Satanic Temple has been involved Good. in. Yeah, this is the stuff that I really wanted to hear about because it's all so tongue-in-cheek, mm-hmm. and so I love that. The first thing we're going to talk about is the Sober Faction. Now, the Satanic Temple Sober Faction is a peer support group that offers a satanic approach to recovery recovery from addiction. Fuck yes. Sober faction meetings assist those who are suffering from addiction and finding sobriety without including or invoking religion in the recovery process. Now, the sober faction's method is guided by the Satanic Temple's seven tenets and utilizes the seven rituals, which were crafted specifically for the sober faction's recovery program. The ritual process promotes self-empowerment while giving structure to each individual's recovery journey. Now, the group recognizes and respects. They, it feels like they just do the 12-step program minus the first, the, minus the one where you acknowledge a higher power. Right. Yeah. Because hey, here's the thing. The 12-step program does work exactly as often as every other fucking thing works. And it's if you really want to change and that is how you think, it yeah. will work for you. Right. That's how addiction is. Yeah, there's also, I don't know if they engage in this, but um, I had a couple of friends uh, out in Arizona who were heavily involved in um, harm reduction and um, uh, meetings and stuff where you were not required to uh, be completely sober. Like, you wouldn't get kicked out or anything for... Um, coming in con- high for continuing drunk. to to uh, use mm-hmm. it was just all about reducing the harm that you're doing to yourself and others which is by a, using which is also a scientifically fucking proven thing yes that works they would go they went around to a lot of uh, venues and they would set up um, stations in the bathrooms that had um, safe use supplies mm-hmm. like uh, clean straws like providing for clean straws and needles and shit yes like. exactly yeah mm-hmm. and they were all you know there is um, like a, a big company I think that uh, that works on that out in Arizona. I think they're called like Sonoran Prevention mm-hmm. or There's something like that. There's another group that like will go to raves and like chemically yeah. test your drugs and shit. Yeah, yeah. So this one buddy of mine, um, uh, he he himself was recovering from heroin use and he ran a bunch of harm prevention stuff where he would have people bring him um, any street drugs Mm-hmm. That they bought, and he would take a, a small sample of it and test it. And uh, if it popped for fentanyl, he would ask them, "Look, you don't have to tell me who you got it from. Just tell me what area of the city you got it from." And he would put out bulletins like, "Hey, uh, fake Xanax pressed pop for fentanyl bought on this street corner in Phoenix." And so he would always be putting out the word. I would see it on Facebook all the time. Yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. Those are the type of programs that actually work in the war on drugs. That's how you help addicts. That's how you that's how you win a war that you can't win because yeah. it's not a fucking war. Right. Right. Just like the war on Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> well, so, the war on Christmas is, is 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 I am fighting on the front lines on the holiday side. 
It's <laughs> I have been in multiple uh, sword battles with Santa Claus himself. There are exactly no people that have ever gotten mad at me for saying happy holidays. No, zero. Zero people. Yeah. Now, if you... Sometimes if, they'll very pointedly say Merry Christmas back, but you uh-huh. go, oh, you too, and that's fine. What was it? Was it Krampusnacht? What was it called? W- w- Walpersnacht? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not Walpersnacht. No, it was... Um, you talking about the, the parade? Yeah, the festival. It's something. Yeah. Is it Krampusnacht? I can't remember if it's Krampusnacht. I wonder how but... many people would get pissed if you said Happy Krampusnacht. Oh, like, like, like none, because they wouldn't know what the fuck you meant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. First of all, that is... German. We fought the Germans in World War II. Who cares if we're trying to bring it all back now? But still, no, nobody I, talks no. German. You see, the thing is, is that you're still a little far behind the times because they don't give a shit anymore. I know. They're like, no, see, the Nazis were actually correct. Right. That's what mm-hmm. they say in public out loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the sober faction uh, recognizes and respects that there are multiple. If you think that. Stop listening to I the show. I really don't want you listening yeah. to my show. And in fact, I want you to tell all of your Nazi fucking friends not to listen to my shit. Thank yeah. you. Or hate listen to it. Whatever. Yeah. Algorithms is if, algorithms. If you listen to our Joseph Mangala episode and cranked one out, we don't need you. So. Unless you were charging a crystal with a bro. <laughs> True. If you were, why were you listening to that episode? Yeah, well, Sometimes you, you got to put something on in the background. put on <laughs> podcasts in the background. It's what they're for. So uh, the sober faction recognizes and respects that there are multiple perspectives and multiple approaches to recovery. The group explicitly says that meetings are not a professional form of therapy and that anyone struggling with addiction should also seek help from a medical professional. Now, the next. Uh, how, how how pragmatic. Yeah. I'm sliding down <laughs> to my chair. Sorry. So the next. You got to learn how to sit like a musician, just right on the edge, back Way too straight. Like, so the next, and then there's me. Yeah. You've got two whole chairs, and Josh is chilling, <laughs> like like ice fucking cold over here. Yeah, he tried to keep the bottom part. Is that of a new beanie? Did you get your beanies? Yeah, yeah, I Hell did. Yeah, I finally got my beanies. Yep, and my pants. Noise. Yeah, you showed us the pants yeah. last week. Yeah, he tried to keep the bottom of the old chair you sat in as a footrest over there, but it was too big. Yeah, it wouldn't fit. Uh, so the next uh, organization like, that was um, a big brain move, though. I tried. The next organization is called the Gray Faction. Now, the Gray Faction... That's Skyrim. <laughs> and or the Jedi? I'm fairly certain. Yeah, but is that actually a canon thing? For yeah, It him? is now. Is it really? I think. Don't quote me on that. Disney does crazy shit. Fair. <laughs> so the but gray... I think it is. I think. <laughs> Disney just decided a bunch of shit wasn't canon anymore. So I, like, I, who really knows anymore? Right. I think the Gray Jedi, though, has happened post-Disney's acquisition, though. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Right. So the gray faction is actually going to be the one, that, not the one, but something that's important to us because the gray faction is a project that site the, 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 the satanic temple, sorry, the satanic temple with the goal of exposing malpractice and pseudoscience associated with the satanic ritual abuse conspiracy theories. Nice. The gray faction protests medical conferences, initiates legal action and petitions medical boards. This is almost exactly what i said when i said sometimes they call you the devil and you do need an advocate yeah uh the faction has protested conferences held by the international society for the study of trauma and dissociation which advocates for the discredited practice of recovered memory therapy 
Nice. The, the group has also petitioned for investigation into the killing by Gigi Jordan of her child, which was connected to the discredited practice of facilitated communication. Facilitated communication? I'm not sure what that means. Hold on. Uh, involves a facilitator physically supporting the hand wrist. Uh, nope, that's not what that is. Uh, will you reread the, the facilitated communication part? So facilitated communication or supported typing is a scientifically discredited technique that attempts to aid communication by people with autism it or, was the other, one you were looking at. or other I, yeah. communication disabilities who are nonverbal. The facilitator guides the disabled person's arm or hand and attempts to help them type on a keyboard or other device. There is a widespread agreement that within the scientific community and among disability advocacy organizations, a facilitated communication it is It doesn't work for the exact same reason a Ouija board doesn't work. Because if I'm guiding your hand, how the fuck do I know that you wrote what you wanted to? Right. Right. If you already can't use your own fucking arm to do it, how, like, you know what I mean? That's, I feel like the, the better thing to do is what they did in uh, Breaking Bad. When they were communicating with uh, Hector Salamante. Yeah, so the only... He, he couldn't speak or anything. Uh, and basically all he had as far as motion in his arms or hands was to be able to use one finger to ding a bell. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like most people probably could do that. Or even if you couldn't do it with that, you could do it with blinks. Yeah. Um, and there was a nurse that would hold up uh, uh, I mean, a little... Know like graph basically that had all the the letters and numbers on it. Mm -hmm. And so she would take a marker and she would go down until he dinged the bell mm -hmm. and pick a row and then go over and he would ding the bell and pick a letter. Hmm. And then she would write down that letter. You could also teach them, teach him Morse code the same way. True. By just holding up a graph of like what the dots and dashes are for each letter and number. And then that's it. You yeah. got it, you know. So the Satanic Temple first gained media attention in January of 2013 after a group of Satanists assembled at the Florida State Capitol to show their approval over a bill Governor Rick Scott signed into law the prior year. Say that again. The organ Satanic Temple first gained media attention in January after a group of Satanists assembled at the F Florida State Capitol to show their approval over a bill Governor Rick Scott signed into law the prior year. Their approval? That's, um, that's why I'm confused. I think it's supposed to be disapproval. Senate Bill 98, which allowed student-led prayer at school assemblies. The group further stated oh, that I, as the bill did not specify a religion, uh -huh, the yep. prayer could be led by a student <laughs> from any religion, including Satanism. Yeah. So they were basically like, yes, we like this bill. Also, Satanists should lead it. Yep. So the Satanic Temple members announced that they were coming out to say how happy they were because now our Satanic <laughs> children could pray to Satan in school. In July of 2013, the Satanic Temple held a, quote, pink mass over there the There are two sides of that debate, by the way, which I think are kind of equally correct, and we'll have to side on one or the other. But it's either don't pray in school, separation of church and state. If you're going to a public school, that's fucking the state. Yeah. Or that's the argument that got me into a whole lot of trouble my senior year. <laughs> or in the interest of, you know, freedom of speech, do pray in schools, but it is definitely you cannot say shit to anybody that isn't a Christian. Yeah, there is nobody out there telling a Christian you can't pray in school that are saying you can't pray out loud to 
other people who may not believe in what you believe. It's hell. Even if like a lot of schools do it where they'll do like a morning a prayer of, a around the flag yeah. outside before school starts. Yeah. More That's power totally to you. Do go, that. Go Absolutely. Do that. Don't. The problem came when they tried to like harass, um, like, uh, uh, oh shit. My brain just went spazzed. Hold on. We're talking about praying. Oh, when they tried to like harass uh, students of other religions, like, um, uh, is Hebrew the one where you pr- pray facing the east? No, Which one that, is, Islam. that is Islam. Islam, like yeah. Islamic students, or like, um, you know, Jewish or Buddhist students it's trying to pray towards Mecca. That's yeah. the one. It's, yeah, it's you know, that shit's fucked when you try to suppress that and you harass these kids. Yeah, right. For doing the same thing that your kids are doing. They just do it differently. Just different. Just at a different direction, yeah. literally. Then the craziest thing is, it's the same God that they're praying to. It's just a different <laughs> They name. fundamentally don't believe that. Yeah. Well, and so, well, how, how much do we have left before I tell this story? Is uh, it like a lot? We still have eight pages. Holy shit. Okay. Well, this is going to be my last story because it's, it is super relevant here. Um, on the topic of prayer in schools, when I was in angsty... Uh, I don't remember if I had just turned 18 or if I was about to turn 18 uh, in my senior year of high school. Um, the kid who read the morning announcements had taken to saying, God bless America at the end of the announcements every day. Right. I was very, very angsty and an atheist, a very outspoken, loud atheist, the annoying kind. And I took big issue with that. So rather than voicing that to any of the school officials first or anything, maybe send an email to the principal, anything sensible, I followed a group on Facebook called uh, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, which from what I understand, they have done some decent stuff. But uh, I sent them an email, and I should not have (laughs) because – I mean, I, I stand by this because this I I was in the right. I, it's, I Do, was I was angsty it, and I did it the wrong way, but I was. Is in the it right. one of them? You went two steps higher than you should have in the chain. Yeah, and um, they like they, you might end up there, but you probably should start locally. They heard from me and uh, one of my friends in high school, who later ended up being uh, one of my roommates. I still love him to death. Uh, he's about to have his first baby, Jaime? but uh, huh, Jaime. James. James, yeah. 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 Um, they sent a letter to the school threatening a lawsuit. I was anonymous yeah, that's what they do, at yeah. this time. Um, it was two anonymous atheist students. You can find uh, you can find articles about this, by the way. It went pretty much national. Um, search Yuli High School, God Bless America, and it'll come up. You'll get, like, Jack's News articles for it and stuff. Um I outed myself. I fucked up all my own anonymity because someone made a Facebook post about it. And I was like, man, fuck you. And I went and I commented on that post and I was like, fuck you. It was me. This is why I did it. You're all wrong. And I got death threats consistently for a minute. Makes sense. Um, I had to be. That's a reasonable reaction from Christians. Oh, for sure. For sure. Religion of peace. Um, (laughs) I. I got death threats. I got removed from school 
for I think a total of, including the weekend, I was out of school for five days straight, uh, which were all counted as excused absences because you know they couldn't punish me in any way for doing that. Otherwise, there would have really been grounds for a lawsuit. Right. Um, Boy, you really did go way too high. Immediately, yeah, there were some uh, very small what, what protests your... outside the school. Curiously, just uh-huh. out of curiosity, what was young Josh's actual goal? Was it to just get this kid to stop saying that, or was it to make a point? Like, what was the? Uh, it was to make a point. Uh, it was also. It, I mean, it. Was, I say it all the time. It, I was angsty. It was out of angst. Yeah. I. I wanted to do. It was also something that I believed in was the separation of church and state. And I went way too high Yeah, because it's a public school announcement. It's something I was required to hear every day. Yeah. And I, if your principal was like even a little bit cool or wanted to avoid a lawsuit, you probably could have. So this is for anybody listening out there. That is an angsty Josh. (laughs) You probably could have solved that by like, a medium strongly worded letter oh, to your dude, principal. The amount of maybe, stress, maybe your superintendent. The amount of stress that she received from all that, I I legitimately felt bad. Uh, I yeah, sent yeah. I sent her an apology email. Like she had bags under her eyes for weeks. That. No, no, not at all. I just I wanted to make a point. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And uh, so, like one day after it all came out, the whole school knew my fucking name. I got like two hundred friend requests on Facebook <laughs> that day. Um, and I went to school, uh, people were avoiding me like I was fucking radioactive. It was the most surreal thing. It was like, you know how in movies, the kid that nobody likes will sit down at a lunch table and then everyone will just pick their trays up and leave. It was that. Yeah. Yeah. It was that nobody would be near me. Uh, I was late to my first class and I walked in and the whole class went hush. (laughs) And just everybody looked over at me. And at the time, I, I wore this really punk uh, army jacket that had, like, an upside-down American flag patch on the shoulder and uh, an absolutely no-government anarchy patch on the other shoulder and a big Uncle Sam doing a shh instead of a point. Mm-hmm. And so edgy, dude. Big yeah. – it was, it was anti-flag was banned. Um And I took that jacket off. <laughs> And about halfway through the day, right after lunch, I walked into the cafeteria and you could see the news travel across the cafeteria that I had entered the room. And uh, some kid like spit at my feet and called me a pussy. And I was like, I, I don't know if I'm a pussy. It seems like I might die for this. So I, I think that was kind of brave, actually. A couple of people came over and shook my hand and told me I was brave. But then other people were apparently plotting to jump me. So So I got called up to the resource officer's office after lunch and uh, he pulled me in and he was like, all right, well, literally everything else aside, my job here is the safety of all students. So uh, you're not safe here right now. I've been walking around. I've heard a lot of things that uh, lead me to believe that you are not safe here. 
So we're yeah, going to go and ahead. For anybody and, who's currently thinking, well, why didn't they do something for the other students? It's way easier to move one motherfucker than a hundred. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, I ended up, I had to sleep with both of my dogs in my bedroom because somebody had like posted a picture of my house. They were like, that window is his bedroom. Nobody ever actually did anything. I had made a Facebook post where I put like a really mean looking collar on our bull mastiff. And I was <laughs> like, she says it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a whole fucking ordeal, and you know everyone forgot about it a fucking month later, and I was back to cracking jokes in class and making everybody laugh. Mm-hmm. But it was it was your a teachers wild... never forgot, not one of them. <laughs> oh no! And weirdly enough, um, I had a math teacher, uh, Mr. Mortier, who was famously very very religious. He was a he was a big member of his church. I expected that he would crucify me with that class. Uh-huh. Uh, not only did he not do that, he paid extra attention to me because it was my worst subject, math, all the time, uh, to make sure that I learned the subject matter to graduate, and he was probably one of the most kind people to me. That, for anybody listening, is how Christians... Now, this is just me speaking as somebody who went to a Catholic school since he was like four and also to church in, you know, both Catholic and Methodist and AME churches and sometimes Baptist churches for, you know, nigh on 30 years. But like, you know, no experience or nothing. I used to speak, you know, lay speaker in the Methodist church. I had to go to class for a week or something for that. That's but, you know, I don't have any experience. So it's like, don't worry about it. But like that's how you should be based on all of the teachings yeah. of the actual Bible, all every version of it, all of them. Yep. Um, but anyway, uh, if and I for those of you who like, but the Old Testament, there's a whole bit about how Jesus did not. He was like, fuck all that. This now, like I said, I went like two levels too high. Like you said, yeah. But uh, if I could go back and do it again, I would email the Satanic Temple instead. <laughs> <laughs> So in July, I'm with that actually. <laughs> <laughs> so in July of 2013, the Satanic Temple held a quote pink mass over the grave of Catherine Johnston, the mother of Westboro Baptist Church founder Fred Phelps. The mass, what I I feel like those names are familiar. Fred Phelps, the Westboro Baptist Church is the God hates God hates this church. Yo, what was the other name? You, something something. Catherine Johnston. She was the mother of Fred Phelps. Oh God. Okay. That's why they sounded familiar. The ones that used to protest the funerals of gay people and also veterans. Yeah. Because they're the worst. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. The mass was held after the Westboro Baptist Church announced the intention to picket the funerals of the victims of the Boston Marathon bombing. Oh, yeah. They should have all just been killed, honestly. Queerty. The Westboro Baptist Church. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that either. Uh, I'm I'll t- becoming less tolerant. <laughs> I, I See, I think you haven't reached as little tolerance as I have. Because you know what I want? Is I want... I w- if I had a superpower... It would be the most cruel superpower, oh, and yeah. I. it would be that I would want you to understand why what you had done was wrong, without a doubt, and you would still have to go on believing and living your 
wrong belief. I'm going to write you as an anime anti-hero. Because I would, I, would, I would make you suffer. Like, yeah. <laughs> so Queerty.com. Uh, would be my goal that you would literally build yourself a new fucking whole personality in life out of a interest to get away from what I have done to you. Like, that's <laughs> what I want. So Queerty.com suggests that the Satanic Temple had based the idea of the mass on similar activities held by factions of the Latter-day Saints movement, where they would perform proxy baptisms. Which I want future you to come back and tell you not to do what you just did, (laughs) because they know that what I will do to you is way worse than anything you thought was going to happen. Like, I really want the power to make people regret. Like, that's what I want. So the pink mass was officiated by Greaves and consisted of two gay men kissing over Johnston's grave while Greaves touched the tombstone with his genitals. Nice. Oh my God. He teabagged it in real life. Yes. Hell yes. And chanted an incantation intended to change the deceased's sexual orientation. Hey, <laughs> hey. That's, that's on some stepbrother shit right there. <laughs> we love it. So um, a misdemeanor charge was issued against Greaves, and he was told that if he returned to Lauderdale County, Mississippi, where Johnston's grave is located, he would be arrested. Shortly before Fred Phelps' death on March 19, 2014, the Satanic Temple expressed interest in holding a similar ceremony for the church founder. On May 2014, the temple scheduled a... You know what is crazy about all this is that I fuck with everything they're doing... The only thing I have a problem with, because again, not like I was raised in the church or nothing, but like it really feels like even though I don't really believe in God, at least not the same way that Christians do, it's like, boy, oh boy, mm, it feels like it's crossing a line. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like You're dedicating things to Satan. How do you know he's not real? Like, yeah. how do you know he's not evil? You know what I mean? But I, I mean, I get it. It's a word that means a different thing to them than it does to me. So, in May 2014, the temple scheduled a black mass to be held on the Harvard University campus. What they do is so metal. (laughs) Sponsored by the Harvard Extension Cultural Studies Club, the event was forced to relocate off campus due to the significant opposition of Roman Catholic archdiocese in Boston and school administrators. Now, in 2014... Not school admins... So in 2014, a monumental bronze sculpture depicting Baphomet, the goat-headed angel-winged occult idol, was crowdfunded and unveiled the following year. I remember that. Yeah, I do too. great triumph. (laughs) The statue has figured prominently in challenges regarding the display of the Ten Commandments at the state capitals of both Oklahoma and Arkansas. Oh, man. I didn't know that it had the Ten Commandments on it. No, 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 no. They wanted to, like, outside of... uh, courthouses that had the Ten Commandments, they will to equal oh. they wanted to put the Baphomet statue ah, out there. Yes, well. yeah. that's right. I remember that being they a were big like, news story. I remember now because mm-hmm. they were specifically mad that they were like, oh, but separation of church and state though. So here you go. Yeah. I gotta pause a second. Yeah. And one of the things I love about the uh the Baphomet statue is it uh-huh. gave rise to one of my favorite uh YouTube memes. Weird Satanist guy. Onyx the Fortuitous. Oh, the guy who did like the Arby's interview or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He did a bunch of interviews. He went to E3. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. He has his own movie now. No. Yeah, it's Onyx the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls. Good. I watched it. It it actually premiered at Sundance this year. 
Oh my god! He actually the whole movie was uh, kickstarted. Nice. He got like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in Kickstarter money. Beautiful. Made the movie and and everything he did for the most part was like because it's a horror comedy. Uh-huh. He wanted to make a movie kind of like in line with like um, like Gremlins and the old school sure. 80s horror movies. So every all the effects are practical effects and puppets and animatronics. Nice. Yeah, there's only like a little bit of like CGI like for certain things, but for the most part, the movie's fucking hilarious. And just for a second while we're on movies, uh, Megan turns out better than I thought it would be. Yeah? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a horror movie so much. Uh, it's shot like a horror movie, right. but it's more of a... Commentary on human connection and how AI will potentially play a part in that. And uh, I recently watched Disney Pixar's Soul. Yeah, oh. that was fucking good. It involved dead oh people. the 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 one with the the, the Jamie Fox joint. Yes, yeah, yeah uh huh. Which oddly enough, it's great hilarious. music. By the way, yeah. excellent. You know who did the music? Fucking Jamie Fox. I thought. Well, the I don't know some about, of the piano stuff. Yeah, but like the 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 like the, the 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 soundtrack music the um. It's the a, score? Yeah. I don't know. Jean Baptiste, who is the guy who was like the band leader for um, Steve uh, Stephen Colbert. Oh yeah, yeah, ah. yeah. And then Trent Reznor and Atticus Finch from Nine Inch Nails. Wow. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, they won an Oscar for it. I nice. did not know that that was who had done it. Yeah, that's so good. The new special the, and it slaps too. Yeah, so good. Made me cry like three times. It was great. <laughs> the new special for Attack on Titan came out and had. It already won next year's anime awards for soundtrack. <laughs> Fuck off. That's crazy. It's it's that good. It it remember that really badass scene that we showed you where uh Levi and the Scouts fought the yeah. the other group? Mm-hmm. It finally had a scene that topped that. Oh wow. Yeah. So the next project was the Protect Children's Project which was launched by the Satanic Temple in the spring of 2014. They were busy. I mean, they got hit the ground yeah. running. All mm-hmm. of this was in the first year of their uh, foundation. They Bro, did knew you exactly think that they what were they here to, to fuck around? <laughs> like, <laughs> so the project or the Protect Children's Project aims to offer, quote, first amendment protection to support children who may be at risk for being subjected to mental or physical abuse in school by teachers and administrators through the use of solitary confinement, restraints, and corporal punishment. Fuck yeah. The Protect Children Project's website asks participants to print out pre-written letters to send to their respective school boards on a day designated as Protect Children Day as a form of protest. In May of 2017, the Satanic Temple launched an anti-spanking campaign. That's how you get it to work, by the way. Everybody who's like, who has ever watched like a political person be like, and actually call, actually write your senators. Don't do that. Provide a pre-written letter that is very specific and fairly short, and people will send that shit in. Yeah. Right. So in March of 2017, the Satanic Temple launched, launched an anti-spanking campaign against corporal punishment in schools as part of the Protect Children Project. And it's just as effective, especially when they all say the same shit. Yep. They unveiled billboards in Texas, which read, Never be hit in school again. Exercise your religious right. On August 22nd, 2015, the Detroit chapter of the Satanic Temple held a counter-protest outside a Ferndale Planned Parenthood location in response to anti-abortionist groups that were planning to protest Planned Parenthood on the same day. 
As part of the protest, the temple held a guerrilla theater performance that included two men dressed as clergy pouring milk, milk on kneeling actresses. This was not the <laughs> first... This was not the first protest of this tight that the temple had held in support of the organization. I, 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 I kind of get it, but I also do not understand. Like, I, um, it's, I think that, I understand like, that those things are suggestive. I just don't know what the actual message is. I think the point is to try and get the other protesters to leave. Yeah. Like oh shit, just that make is them uncomfortable. that's too fucking. We- I'm going home. I don't know about you guys. I'm leaving. Oh, okay, I'll, I'm I'm gonna go too. I that's fucking weird. It's also gonna smell like spoiled milk in like ten minutes. Oh, so we gotta get out of here. God, so- <laughs> use cornstarch, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> so this was not the first protest of this type that the temple had held uh, <sighs> in support of the organization, as they had previously held a 2013 protest where they brought children to the Texas state Capitol who chanted, fuck you and hail Satan while holding signs, reading, stay out of my mommy's vagina. Nice. Hey, Oh my, they're S tier. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent S tier religious organization. Oh man. They might get double S by the end of this one, man. Holy shit. April 23rd, 2016 members of the, you know, earlier in this episode, this very episode, I said, you can't say fuck you better than that. And they did just now. (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. On April 23rd, 2016, again, members of the Detroit chapter of the temple counter protested the citizens for a pro-life society protest of Planned Parenthood. Temple members dressed in bondage fetish fetish clothing, wearing Detroit does not fuck around, <laughs> wearing no. wearing baby masks and diapers while engaging in flagellation. God damn! What? Yes. So they were dressed in bondage gear, but also baby style. Yes. Yeah. And they were engaging in self flagellation, which is uh, the whipping one. Right. Yeah. The temple said that the reason for the protest was to expose the anti-choice protest as an act of fetal idolatry, highlighting the fetish fetish fetishes oh my fetishization fetishization no and one abstraction can actually say that of the baby. It's, I got to say it's easier if you say fetishization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fetishization, okay. I just had to stop myself from being a language snob, I'm sorry. <laughs> um I got to say that was not the point of that, for sure. That was absolutely, like Josh said earlier for the other one, it was just to make people uncomfortable. <laughs> and it worked. But yeah. like, wow. So in November of 2015, the temple received media attention for offering to take in Muslims or refugees that were afraid of experiencing backlash over the 2015 terrorist attacks in Paris. The temple's Los Angeles chapter. Literally out here doing God's work. Holy right. shit. Ironically. The Temple's Los Angeles chapter has also protested the canonization of Junipero Serra by Pope Francis, and in October of 2015, they held a ceremony where they demonized the Christian missionary, stating that Serra helped enslave thousands of Native Americans and that he also led the Spanish Inquisition in his territories, trying residents of the missions for the crimes of sorcery, rich witchcraft, and devil worship. Well, that seems like a saint to me. <laughs> Have you literally read about even one saint? Oh, I know. Right. Like, the best one is probably Mother Teresa. And actually, she's And not, she's not great. No. Yeah. I actually saw a thing the other day of, like, people that you think are great but actually weren't. Mother Teresa, Gandhi, they're all, like... You know. Yeah. To be fair, they were, like, think who you think are great but actually aren't is, like, you thought they were also good. 
That's right. not the same thing. Right. These were great people who did amazing things for their demographic, basically. And then they also were gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how that goes. So on June 6, 2016, the temple performed a pentagram ritual around the California city of Lancaster in Los Angeles County to support California State Senate candidate Steve Hill, who hoped to be the first satanic temple member elected to public office. Oh, but he didn't get it, did he? Uh, probably not. So uh, next thing we're going to talk about is it's real brief. After School Satan. Uh, after School Satan is an after school program sponsored by the satanic temple. And it was created in July of 2016 as an alternative to the Christian-based after-school group called the Good News Club. On January... Or you could be normal and send your fucking kid to Brothers and Sisters or whatever the hell they call it now. <laughs> Boys and Girls Club? That's the one. Yeah. So on Brothers January- and Sisters. <laughs> Brothers and Sisters! <laughs> on January 14th... That's Black Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> So on January 14th, 2017... <laughs> I, I tried not to say it. I did. <laughs> I, I, ha- I, I hate to do this to you, but I have to say his name again. On July 4th, or January 14th, 2017, a week before the Trump presidential inauguration... What a dumbass. The temple hosted what it billed as the largest satanic gathering in history, hoping to double the attendance of the 2015 gathering in Detroit for the Baphomet unveiling. Film crews from Vice and National Geographic, or Nat Geo... We're on hand to document the event. The mass don't in- give in. Don't give in to their tyranny. <laughs> <laughs> the mass included three uh, parts: the invocation ritual, destruction ritual, and a bloodletting ritual. Los Angeles media was also on Which, hand. I'm sorry. What kind of rituals? Invocation, destruction, and bloodletting. That third one, not yeah. great. No, no, don't do that. But it might just be like a fake, like a... It probably is. Yeah. It's, again, it's, it's a some, shock it's, value yeah. thing. It's literally their wielding cringe at Christians. Yes. And local Los Angeles media was also on hand to cover the event, calling the event, quote, a bloody good time. Nice. Uh, yeah, they did it. Double S tier, baby. They made it. Like... So chapters throughout the United States have erected various displays to appear adjacent to Christian nativity scenes on public grounds. I would have done it if the previous thing hadn't. Yeah, I'll be honest. (laughs) A display in the Florida State Capitol Rotunda in 2014 featured an angel falling from the sky into a pit of flames, which was vandalized and then modified as a result. That's, first of all, even if that's done very simply with like plywood cutouts and Uh paint, that's rad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm envisioning it in my head, and it looks fucking sick. Yep. So the same year, a display at the Michigan State Capitol featured the message, The Greatest Gift is Knowledge, and a depiction of a snake wrapped around a black Leviathan cross. Which that's the, which one is that one? That's the cross. It's got, like, three bars, and it's got the infinity symbol underneath it. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, sponsored by the Detroit chapter, this snaketivity display returned to Lansing Capitol Grounds in 2015. Also sick. I'll be honest. <laughs> and again in 2016. The Chicago chapter updated snaketivity as a sculpture for display in the Illinois State Capitol Rotunda in 2018 with a serpent coiled around a woman's hand presenting an apple and the message, knowledge is the greatest gift, inscribed on the supporting pedestal. I mean, just spitting directly in the face of... of mm-hmm. ugh. The same sculpture returned in 2019. In 2019, 
The West Michigan chapter installed a Yule goat outside their state capital in 2019 on the 2019 winter solstice. This is what Anton LaVey fucking wishes he could do. Yeah. Like, really, it's just sinking in now. It's like, they're like, he he rebelled against his Catholic dad and made Satanism like, but it's only for him. Right. And like, they rebelled against their dads collectively, and I do mean the founding fathers, and they did it in such a way as to make it very clear that it was intentional. Right. Like, they didn't just say, we are Satanists, because that'll make you mad. They said, we are Satanists, and also, by your own rules, you you have to not only let us be around, you have to tell us that we can be tax exempt. You have to allow us with protection where applicable into schools and playgrounds and shit. Like you have to help us survive as a religion because that's how you treat every other religion, AKA mostly just Christianity. So if you're going to do that and you're going to abide by your own fucking laws, you have to let us, your literal nightmare come true (laughs) exist. Like it's, so good. So good. So following a pandemic hiatus on holiday displays in their state capital, the Illinois congregation announced a new sculpture for the Rotunda in celebration of Sol Invictus, which is their December 25th holiday. It's their version of Christmas. And it's and it's good because uh it's they are not pre they're not like pre-escalating. Right. It's like the church does some crazy shit and they're like, well, fuck, now we got to do a different thing. Uh-huh. And it's that's why it's still good. Because if it was aggressive, like if it was overtly like preemptively aggressive, that's mm-hmm. fucked up too. Yeah. But also- No, it's all reactive. Yeah, yeah. That And that makes it fucking almost literally heroic. Right. Uh, yeah, this display featured Baphomet as a newborn baby. Nice. Local Catholic Bishop Thomas Paprocki declined an invitation to attend the installation of the statue, which took place on December 20th. Uh, Illinois congregants returned to the rotunda in 2022 with a. This just occurred to me as well. They're also like uh, assume that God and Satan are both real. Mm-hmm. They are spitting in the face of Christians who are basically blaspheming. If God is real. Yeah. They're, you know, blaspheming and literally twisting the Bible and God's holy writ to do whatever the fuck they want and abuse and misuse people. Right. Now, the Satan, the temple of Satan. Satanic temple. Satanic temple is using the number one enemy of God in the Bible, but they're using the name of Satan in such a way that the biblical Satan, should he really exist would hate almost more than God would hate Yeah, what they're doing. What the crazy thing is, is that now, aside from the statues and all that, the, the stuff about like the kids and the, the refugees, they're doing what Jesus said to right. do. Yeah, right. In the so like Satan. They would be, be th- that's what I'm saying, though. That's like yeah. a galaxy brain ass move because they're The using... satanic temple is more Christ-like than Christians. Exactly. Right. And Well, a lot, lot of Christians. Of fundamentalist yeah. Christians. Evangelical uh, Christians. Evangelicals, which yeah. is who they're targeting specifically. But like, it's really like triple layer. You know what I'm saying? Because they're like, not only are they doing what God would want, like what Jesus taught, literally help people who need help. 
that's is that not that's the crux of the fucking New Testament? Yeah, help people who need help, and don't treat people who don't have as much as you like shit. Yeah, super easy, not that hard, but like they're doing that in such a way as to make God, the biblical one, uh-huh. proud, and also in such a way as to down to like really put Satan's face in the fucking dirt. From the perspective of a biblical Satan, you know what I'm saying? Because if Satan is really the Lord of evil and chaos, now you're using Satan's name to do God's work. Like, cosmically, that is powerful. That's you, you win against Satan if you do that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Satanic Crazy shit. Kicks so much ass. I love this. I was pretty sure they did. I was reserving, like, praising them too much until we heard a little bit more and about them. Satanic Temple kicks so much ass. As an organization, individually, there might be some douchebags in it oh, sure. and some monsters, but that's how organizations work, and I'm not holding that against them. It's when it becomes structural and when the organization itself helps cover up these crimes and relocate people to to get them out of harm's way and so that they can continue doing whatever the fuck they were doing that got them in trouble in the first place that was harming people in the first place, that's when it becomes bad. Illinois congregants returned to the rotunda in 2022 with a crochet display of apples and the serpent of Genesis, paired with a book by Copernicus that had been banned by the Vatican for centuries. They crocheted some apples? Or, or, uh, yeah, I guess. Or they crocheted a blanket that had apples... Oh, okay. On it, I don't know. It doesn't specify. Uh, so in 2016, Scottsdale, Arizona City Council denied a request from the Satanic Temple's Arizona chapter to give an invocation at this council meeting. Denial was based on the grounds that only groups with, quote, substantial connections to the community are allowed. The pastor literally of- they have the strongest connections to the community. Yeah. They do charity work. Mm-hmm. Like I went and looked at their website and uh, like like the Florida Satanic Temple, I found their like Facebook page and Instagram and everything. They're advertising food drives nonstop. Yeah. That's community outreach. Right. So uh, the pastor of the First Southern Baptist Church of Scottsdale was selected instead. Now, the Satanic Temple maintains that there was never any, quote, local community question during the application process. The Arizona chapter's co-founder, Michelle Short, filed suit against the city, saying that they had no written policy regarding prayer and only reversed the decision after backlash from the community and city officials. The city council unanimously approved additional funds to litigate a January 2020 federal court trial in Phoenix, and the Satanic Temple has appealed the judge's ruling. Now, following a failed abortion lawsuit in June of 2020, the Satanic Temple announced a religious abortion ritual on August 5th, 2020, exempting uh, members in... What is RFRA? What does that mean? Uh, states from, uh, I guess, anyways, exempting members in states enduring medically, from enduring medically unnecessary and unscientific abortion regulations when seeking to terminate their pregnancy. In September of 2021, as part of the opposition to the Texas Heartbeat Act. For example, one that I can think of, of the, off the top of my head, which is a non-scientific and specifically so shitty, is that some states and some facilities before you get an abortion, require you to go through what is basically uh, religious therapy, quote unquote, mm-hmm. where they basically try to convince you to keep your baby for like weeks at a time. And then if you still say no at the end, then they might 
do the procedure. And like that's so fucked up and that does really happen. Yep. So like go go straight to planned parenthood always. So and when I was saying about uh monsters and organizations before, planned parenthood is something you absolutely should support and we should not get rid of it in today's age, but did you know the woman that started it wanted to involuntarily um sterilize black women? And did I did yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. The founder of yeah Planned Parenthood, another mm. one of those good people, not great people. Uh, great, or not great, good. great, not good. Great, yeah. definitely not good. Right. So that's a shame to know. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that we, doesn't we mean should you know shouldn't it. support the today's Planned Parenthood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was back in like the whatever the 30s or the 40s right. or some yeah. shit back when everyone when it was not just legal it was encouraged to hate black back people. when eugenics was just a real real popular thing <laughs> right back when ford was like literally friends with hitler right yeah. shit so september of 2021 as part of the opposition to the texas heartbeat act the satanic temple wrote the u.s food and drug administration saying that it had a faith-based right to access medical abortion drugs including misoprostol and uh mephipristone temple lawyers uh protest a specific protested a specific abortion law recently sustained by the U.S. Supreme Court, arguing that the temple's status as a non-theistic religion organization should ensure access to abortion as a faith-based right. And it should. Which brings, Does the U.S. give a fuck about that? Nah, nah, they don't give a shit. Which brings, Not the people who let Brett Kavanaugh get on the fucking Supreme Court. Mm-hmm, and Amy Coney Barrett. Anyways, so in 2022, Roe versus Wade was overturned in Dobbs versus Jackson's Women Health Organization, ending federal abortion rights and allowing individual states to regulate their own abortion laws. Almost like the worst possible scenario. Yeah. Following this, the Satanic Temple commented on Twitter that the organization was, quote, the leading beacon of light in the battle for abortion access, and that a, quote, religious exemption from the Satanic Temple will be the only available challenge to many restrictions to access. This is a weird ball. Isn't it? Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty good. In response, Jezebel Magazine critiqued the organization's position that a religious exemption would guarantee its members freedom to seek abortions even in states that were no states where they were no longer legal, criticizing its position as overly simplistic, unproven, and put pregnant people attempting to use the Satanic Temple's religious exemption to have an abortion in legal jeopardy. Other organizations focused on reproductive rights, such as the Texas Equal Act Fund, also commented on the Satanic Temple's position, with both the, both the TEA Fund and the Yellow Hammer Fund, an abortion fund serving the states of Alabama and Mississippi, having previously spoken out against the Satanic Temple's position. Now, though the Satanic Temple offers a dedicated email address for members who encounter legal problems when seeking an abortion using its religious exemption form, Former uh, Satanic Temple reproductive rights spokesperson Jex Blackmore stated, "Fuck off." <laughs> so good stated that there was quote no guarantee that the temple would cover a member's legal fees or provide legal support. In response, the temple's lawyer Matthew Kizaya stated that part of the abortion ritual outlined by the Satanic Temple as the reason for its members' religious exemption required cult cult quote consulting with your local minister. Uh, a step Jezebel noted was not mentioned in the temple's website or either of its abortion ritual guides and that the case case of foreseeable legal complications and that in the case of foreseeable 
legal complications, the temple refers to its members to Keziah for further evaluation and discussion. In February of 2023, so last month, the Satanic Temple announced it would open a medical clinic in New Mexico offering right. medication abortion. I yeah. wondered when that was going to happen, when you were talking about it. I was yeah. like, when When do they get a doctor to open a clinic somewhere? Right, exactly. Operating under the name of TST Health, TST for the Satanic Temple, the clinic will offer free medical consultations and prescribe abortion medication delivered by mail. On February 12th, 2022, the Satanic Temple held their first SatanCon convention inside Saguaro Hotel in Scottsdale, Arizona. SatanCon? Yes. Outside the hotel, hundreds of Christians protested the convention holding crucifixes, crosses, and signs denouncing Satan. You know what's crazy? I love no SatanCon one... so much just as a concept. No one ever once protested any of the conferences that I went to as a Christian, oh, specifically yeah. for Christians. Why? Excuse me. Why? I mean, I know why, but like podcast. Why the fuck do you feel the need to protest that? That's not a legal thing. You can't like protest is a legal action. That is a political action. They have just as much right to, to rent. Any group can rent a convention center. Yeah. We, so we could, why, you can't we, protest. The convention center has nothing to do with the government. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, even if nobody would show up, uh, we we could go rent a convention center and have a, a two towns over convention. Right. Right, right now. TTCon. TTOcon. TTOcon. I don't know. No, I, no, 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 no. Two you conference. fucking know that it's two, two conventions over. over. Yeah, two, yes. two conventions over. It's two cons over for sure. Two cons over. <laughs> I actually CEO, remember um, like in 2004, I think, I went to see Jimmy Buffett in concert. Uh-huh. <gasps> then the second one can be two cons over two. <gasps> <gasps> Electric Boogaloo. Oh, my <laughs> God. I remember there were people protesting a Jimmy Buffett concert. Sure. I mean, Christians, it was, he was saying, follow Jesus, you know, don't follow Jimmy. And I was like, Jimmy Buffett is one of the most benign, yeah. nothing artists who I actually do still love. Yeah. I, lo- I mean, like, he's, but he's, I love him because he's nothing, substanceless. He's just he's Jimmy Buffett. He's like vacation music personified. Yes, right. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Jimmy Buffett is just a human Hawaiian shirt. For there sure. There you go. Yes. He's literally a human flip-flop. fucking flip flop. Like, <laughs> like, so okay, and uh, we love him for that. Yeah. So, in according to one report, based on just like tweet, we love Channing Tatum, <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. <laughs> he made his one appearance this week. You didn't expect him, <laughs> although now you probably do. <laughs> so, according to one report, based on a tweet, at one point, police were we forced. We have a group chat where all of our fucking icons are just Channing Tatum's face. <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> have you ever seen a group chat where it's just three Channing Tatums that talk to each other all the time? And we're still named Comrade like we didn't change that <laughs> theme four themes ago. Like, it's so crazy. I love it. Uh. So according to one report based on a tweet, at one point, police were forced to intervene at the protest after some Protestant and Catholic protesters started fighting against each other over their theological differences. The Satanic Temple announced the celebration of its 10th anniversary at SatanCon 2023 from April 28th through the 30th, 2023 in, in Jacksonville, Boston. Florida. In Fuck. Boston, sorry. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> it should have been Jax. Honestly. 
Where would Satan be more at home? <laughs> Orlando. It would oh, be shit. Hell, Michigan. <laughs> huh? Hell, Michigan. Nah. Nah, too on the nose. That's yeah. a tourist trap, and you know it. So after the Supreme Court of the United States ruled in Australia. That's a place that only is. exists for 16-year-olds to make their location on Facebook. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so after the Supreme Court of the United States ruled that the Blandensburg Cross, which was a, um, a, durable a monument, like a really tall cross monument for, uh, I think it was World War I um, veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, after they the, say, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that the cross did not conflict with the First Amendment of the United States Constitution by honoring, honoring veterans of all faiths, the Satanic Temple interpreted the Blandensburg Peace Cross to represent veterans who were members of the Satanic Temple as well. To honor the Satanic veterans, the Satanic Temple refers to the Blandensburg Peace Cross as the Blandensburg Satanic Peace Cross and held its first memorial ceremony there on July 10th, 2021. That's the most Catholic shit you could ever do to say fuck you to the Catholic Church. Yep. <laughs> They've topped themselves yet again. So um, we're literally just going to steal your thing and name it a different thing. We're not going to move it or change it at all. We're just going to call it something different. So holy fuck. The, the bland, uh, the bland, the Christmas to the Catholics. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the, true. The Blandensburg Peace Cross is significant to satanic veterans because it is the first satanic monument currently erected on public property in honor of their sacrifice. Imagine the satanic temple takes over and like 300 years from now, people are talking about like whatever the new name for, for Christmas is that the satanic temple steals. Soul Inventus. From, from, yeah, Soul Inventus. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're is, like, oh, but, but Soul Inventus is just, the, the temple co-opted that from the Christians hundreds of years ago. <laughs> Isn't Doesn't that just mean invoking the sun? Yes. I like that. Yeah. That's it's a the solstice. Name. Yes, yeah, yeah. winter solstice. So uh, the satanic temple hopes that the Blandensburg, that Brandensburg will become known internationally as a satanic tourist destination and encourages their members to take the pilgrimage to Blandensburg to pay tribute nice. to their fallen veterans. It's where again? It doesn't say actually. Um, it doesn't say where. I'm sorry. Look it up. So individuals dedicated to the, to the rescue. Individuals dedicated to the tenants of the satanic temple can join the organization, join on the organization's website. Members can apply to join local congregant, uh, congregations through local, though local requirements may differ. If there's a local congregation where you are, this is a quote, to join, you do have to be accepted, but there's no initiation or anything. You don't have to be a Satanist. You can just be a strong ally who believes in the political and secular actions without being super stoked about all the aesthetic aspects. They, it's like they knew you would tell me this. <laughs> It's Maryland. all metal, gentlemen. It's in Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Nice. It's all metal, gentlemen. Don't know how I feel about Satan, but I do fuck with you. Right. <laughs> so membership is subject to termination for, quote, failure to uphold the spirit of the Satanic Temple and its tenants. If any of our listeners is, is a Satanist for real, though, hit me up. Like, you have permission to hit me up if you one were of like. Our, one of our patrons is part of the Satanic Temple. Fuck yes. I, tell me if I just naturally live up to your expectations, because <laughs> if I do, I want to become a member. So membership is my name. Hit me up on Facebook. So member is subject to termination for failure to uphold the spirit of the satanic temple and its tenants. A member who used a satanic temple event to call for violence against then president Donald Trump was expelled. Local groups of somebody called for violence against Donald Trump and the Satans were like, Hey, actually not cool. Right. Yeah. I kind of fuck with that. Except that Donald Trump should 
probably mysteriously disappear <laughs> is that i was it, so it's kind of the same thing with um i was talking to cat and her mom the other day and uh we don't we were talking about the nra and how much the nra is the worst thing ever my grandfather was in his 70s when he was like or maybe 60s like he he, he was an nra member uh-huh and then he stopped being an nra member because of their Nonsense. Yeah, so there is also the SRA, which is the Socialist Rifle Association. Uh-huh. And uh, that's, I, I always, I tell people all the time uh, when they're talking about how, oh, the communists and socialists want to take our guns away. I'm like, no, 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 y'all don't get it. If you go far enough left, you get the guns back. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the Socialist yep. Rifle Association had to denounce the views of one of their chapters because uh, I think it was Michigan because they were on Twitter uh, talking about how uh, the real goal of the Socialist Rifle Association is to arm those most inclined to start a revolution immediately and disarm those who would stand in their way. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so, aggressive. So the official, like, overarching branch of the SRA was like, no, no, guys, we're <laughs> trying to be looked at in a positive light here. We don't, that's not, no, no. Hi. No? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even care about the guns. No. They care about political power. Right. Yeah. And you keep political power by keeping a certain subset of the population panicked over shit that really and truly harms the people who are fighting for it. Yeah, like, like keeping the pu- the public at large armed, not just armed, but armed without having to really register or do background checks. If you go through gun shows and shit, like you could just fucking pick up a gun and, and own it. Yeah. Like from 18 at Walmart's, at, uh, I think they recently stopped doing that, but they, you, you like not that fucking long ago, like a couple of years, you yeah. could walk into a Walmart and just buy a fucking shotgun right. or a fucking, sometimes like an AR-15 or, or I don't you know think I mean? you could buy an AR-15 yeah, at Walmart. Like rifles. Rifles. Yeah, it, was most, it was modified uh, shit, though, you could buy. Like, hunting equipment, yeah. basically. Hunting equipment. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I know, but. You could buy literally just 18 years old i'm still in high school but i have a license yeah buy a gun and then take that shit anywhere yeah like literally uh cat's mom was saying for uh either i think christmas or my birthday or something she was thinking about just uh going and getting me a pistol <laughs> and uh paying for uh a time at a, a shooting range oh, for me. Uh, they just started this season's state legislature. Uh-huh. Man, I don't have to worry about that. One uh, of the things on the docket is the right to conceal carry without a permit and without training. See, I'm just not going to do that ever because, no, I'm not about to leave my fucking house with a gun. They, they, Except they are unless it's on, to a shooting range. They are holding on to political power in such a way that literally is endangering the lives of people. Children. Like, they are the problem. If you fucking care about protecting the kids, you would make people register. I had to fuck... I have to... Every goddamn year, I gotta pay my taxes to drive. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Every year, I have to re-up my fucking... Th- every... However long I have to go and I have to make sure my documents are up to date every four to eight or whatever years it is like, but to own a weapon 
Whether or not you're using that weapon to hunt or anything, it's a weapon. It is designed to do killing. Right. That's the only thing a gun is designed to do. It's not a shield. It doesn't protect shit. It kills. Is gun does kill? Is gun does kill the truth come out? Yeah. The truth come out. Does Bruno Mars is gun? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... Uh, so local God groups of <laughs> local groups of organized Satanic Temple members may form congregations. Some congregations are endorsed by the Satanic Temple to quote participate in campaigns, social events, and other activities relevant to the local regions, as well as in concert with national Satanic Temple campaigns. Nice catch. Satanic Temple encourages members to form congregations where none exists or join pre-established ones, but does not actively establish them themselves. Uh, the congregations are currently established across the continental United States in the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. Did we ever find out if there was one close relatively to us? Uh, no, I think it's in Northwest Florida. Mm. Damn. Congregations the were... The Panhandle? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> congregations were initially known as chapters. The first chapter was established in 2014 in Detroit, Michigan. This That chapter went on hiatus in 2018, the same year that chapters in Portland, Oregon, and Los Angeles, California. And the UK seceded from the Satanic Temple over internal disputes with national leadership. Now, Lucian Greaves has described the temple as being a progressive and updated version of LaVey Satanism. The temple views itself as a separate and distinct, views itself as separate and distinct from its forerunner, representing a, quote, national, natural evolution in Satanic thought. Well, and going for legitimate change. Right. Like it wasn't just a private club. Right, exactly. LeVay took it way farther than private club. It was literally like, this isn't a club. Satanism is only for the individual, and it's nobody but you is important. And and in fact, fuck you. I'm important. (laughs) Right, but the Church of Satan was effectively just a... It wasn't much more than a club, really. There was no real political activism in the Church of and Satan. In fact, they actually not. vocally shunned being political. And religious. Right. Yeah. And that's just silly. Like, what is the point anymore? Ex- they like, were kids playing at being rebellious. Right. Yeah. Whereas the Church of Satan, that is actionable. They right. are doing things. Right. That matter. In, like, a very real way, which is why the Satanic Temple kicks ass and Anton LaVey's fuck Howard. <laughs> so, I mean, Zordon the Brave, like, whatever the Zandor. fuck. Zandor. I don't respect him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Greaves. He named his daughter Zena. Zena. And his son Satan. Yeah. I do not respect this man. <laughs> So Greaves has said that the elements of social Darwinism and Nietzscheism... What's the motherfucker that did a dropkick? Murphy? No. Oh. <laughs> Fuck, oh, dropkick uh, Murphy's. Uh, you're, thinking, you're thinking of Crowley. Crowley. Crowley was dropkicked, or Spartan kicked. Oh, I thought Crowley was the one who had no, done the that Spartan was, kicking. God, I, W.B. Yates was the guy who did the kicking. I'm going to pull a fucking W.B. Yates on this motherfucker, <laughs> I swear to God. So Greaves said that... The, has said that the elements of social Darwinism and Nietzscheism within and Satanism are incongruent with game theory, reciprocal altruism, and cognitive science. And actually also Darwin. Yeah. yeah. Like, he has also criticized that Levian Church of Satan for its lack of political lobbying and what he sees as their exclusivity 
referring to them as autocratic and hierarchical, and saying that the church fetishizes authoritarianism. I, I, you know, I don't know if I, yeah, I believe that for sure. I believe that for sure. Conversely. Fear God. (laughs) Conversely, the Church of Satan has made statements claiming that the satanic satanic temple. Satanic. You're all about the satanic. Yeah. It's, 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 right, it's a planet right next to Namek. Fuck <laughs> Satanic Sam Days. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Church of Satan has made statements that the Satanic Temple are only masquerading as Satanists, and they do not represent Satanism. Now, the Satanic Temple has received some criticism for who, their actions. Wait, l- who said which about the what? Church of Satan is saying that the Satanic Temple are not true Satanists? The Church of Satan can get fucked, <laughs> right? So the Satanic Temple has received some criticism for their actions, most notably... Sir, sir, not appearing in this fucking documentary. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> I know this is going to surprise you, but most notably, uh, they receive criticism from religious organizations and figures. <gasps> Many critics state that they believe that the temple is not a serious organization, is instead meant to be a prank, form of satire, or elaborate trolling attempt. Yeah, because it's a prank to actually open a clinic. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and, we sure got them, and guys. And literally turn up to political shit. Like, it's a prank, though. Yeah. Uh, we've provided health care and enacted social change. <laughs> got them. It's so, just a prank, bro. So Greaves and Blackmore have both dismissed these claims. Don't, don't invoke the... Don't invoke <laughs> the um, as Greaves stated in a 2013 interview with Vice that the temple could be both satanic and satirical. Blackmore... Satirical Satanism, you say? Yes. So Blackmore has also stated that people believe that they are only trying to cause trouble for reasons except to just be shocking. But the temple says that they are, quote, adding to the dialogue that's already there and asking for rights, just like anyone else. I mean, they are doing it. That, Yeah. That's really it. Um, so both Greaves and they Blackmore, might not do it in a way you like, but that's you know what you get for being on the wrong side of things, right? So both Greaves and Blackmore have stated that they have received death threats and re- death threats. God Almighty, death threats is like <clears throat> that's gonna be a metal song in ten minutes. <laughs> death threats. Do you understand? Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> Uh, have received death threats in response to their activities with the Satanic Temple. Oh, my God. Would, that would be a sick solo, too. You know it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So the Satanic Temple has generated positive attention as well. Valerie Tarico of Salon wrote that the tenants were egalitarian and truer to the words of Jesus than most Christians. We've said similar yep. things this episode. Referring to the tenants as expressing the primacy of compassion and empathy and conducive to a path of equanimity. This sentiment was echoed by progressive secular humanist blogger Michael Stone, who compared the tenants as superior to the Ten Commandments, claiming the tenants offer a, quote, more moral and more optimistic stance, emphasizing positive pro-social values. Now, the organization argues that freedom of speech prevails regardless of political opinion when responding to such criticism. In the 2020 book, Speak of the Devil, How the Satanic Temple is Changing the Way We Talk About Religion, is the first academic monograph uh, to focus on the organization. Now, the Satanic Temple has inspired the development of other Satanic religious organizations, some developed amicably and others through religious schism. I've been zoned out for a few minutes, but I can't believe that Death Frets is not a song. 
<laughs> really? I cannot make it's it It's a Ghost Strokes song now. It's a Ghost Strokes song a go- that I don't want it to. I want it to be real. <laughs> I want it to be real. So the Global Order of Satan was founded in 2018 following the departure of the uh, Satanic Temple UK and London chapters, which have voted no confidence in which had voted no confidence in the Satanic Temple. This schism was motivated by the Satanic Temple removing two consecutive UK chapter heads, the first for engaging in unapproved campaigns and the other second for, quote, personality clashes. A group... He was an asshole. A group later known as Hell A formed in 2018 following a rift based on ethical concerns. The Los Angeles chapter objected to the uh, Satanic Temple's acceptance of pro bono legal work from the free... God bless... From the free no, speech Satan lawyer, less. Mark Randaza, as well as the complete lack of racial diversity among Satanic Temple leadership. The ex-chapter head also cited a disagreement with Lucian Greaves' absolutist philosophy on free speech. Nah, Google thinks I can't spell threats. <laughs> <laughs> on March 20th, several, quote, approved administrators of the Satanic Temple Washington chapter left the temple and took control of the chapter's social media pages. And that takes us out of the script. Interesting, though, the the mention of their complete lack. He said complete lack of racial diversity in the temple's leadership. Yeah. That should definitely be changed. But it may not. (laughs) Devil's advocate. It may be that just no. I just saw some really dope One Piece news. Okay. (laughs) Um, it may just be that nobody has, you know, applied. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I mean, aside from Ruben, I mean, I don't know how many, because, and I'm not trying to make any dispersions, but a lot of African-American families are really, really religious. Yeah. Well, so, I, Ruben's family is very, very religious, right. too. It's... But I, I honestly think, and I've I mean, I this... would be following in their footsteps. True. Yeah. yeah. Except that I wouldn't really. I would want to be a member just so that I could tell people I was a member. Mm-hmm. But then I would mostly count the podcast as my contribution. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, I'm yeah. not going to do anything extra. But I would totally, like, if there was a chapter around here, if we had, like, a Fernandina Satanic Temple, I would totally go volunteer and hand out food and food drives and stuff. I would donate. I would absolutely be a that's one of the only i think churches where i would attend functions do what i was gonna say caveat Uh you're not one of the ones that's like actually trying to do shitty shit in the name of the satanic temple right But like you know if you're following the things that we've discussed in this episode then yeah i fuck with you Mm -hmm. but and i've I've said this to cindy and i've kind of been noticing it because you know i got on that millennial tiktok trend you know so i'm I'm with the kids. I'm hip. I know what millennials are adults now, Don. I know with children. Okay. Gen Z. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. And I've come to realize that Gen X, my generation, uh-huh. we were the first generation that was raised that we raised ourselves a lot. We were the first sure. generation of latchkey kids. And we were the first generation, you know, whose parents were, you know, both parents were working. And I think that it's, kind Oh, I of, see. Okay. That it's kind of been that we are the fulcrum. That our generation is the fulcrum from the boomers and the the whatever generation that was before that, I don't know. Greatest. The greatest generation, that it's starting to tip the other way. Uh Uh-huh. And now millennials and Gen Z, there's a huge decline in Christianity. Yeah. And, And they're saying, and Christians are saying it's because, you know, secular, but it's, 
I think it's because we were also the first generation that had access to the internet. Mm-hmm. So we, you have the world at, in your hand right now, Josh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. distracting me from listening to your words. <laughs> and <laughs> so. You got to get on that ADHD. It helps. It's, <laughs> it's easier for you to get information that is contrarian to what you grew up with. Yeah. Or that it is I also it's why I have to insulate yourself with information that only conforms to what that I is true yeah. too. It's why I have vast, vast differences in beliefs from the entire rest of my family. But uh, except you know some people who are on the the leftist side, but none of those are direct. They're more extended family. But but what I'm saying, getting back to the the racial indifferent or uh, inequality, what is it? Racial the racial inequality disparity. and the sh- sh- uh, satanic temples. I think leadership. that's going to change because yeah. I think we're heading more to that. Where oh, they could not have done any of the shit that they did if they weren't white, right? That's fair too. Yeah, you understand? Yeah, I didn't like, even think about that angle. They, yeah, they I'm really glad we have you have done here it. to remind me of things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's why I didn't that, say anything all episode because everything they've done, I thought it was pretty self explanatory with. Number one, other than Lucian Greaves, which again, wow, <laughs> wow, inspired. But also, like, they, that name is like, I wouldn't be able to tell you what color that person is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Lucian could be from anywhere. Sure. Any, a range of tones. But, like, then you listen to all the things that they have not just tried to do, but successfully got done as Satanists. Do you think black people could have done any of that? No, it would have been stopped. For sure, because that's one tick too many. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to look like, it's literally, it's animal brain. You have to look like the people that you're trying to infiltrate Yeah, in order to be able to infiltrate them. True. But it was hilarious. Recently, uh, Lucian Grease was on Fox News. He was being interviewed by, I think, a guy's name is Jesse Waters or Who something. Who gives a shit? It's Fox well, News. Well, no, 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 but it's hilarious because Jesse, this guy was trying to get Lucian Greaves, you know kind of get a gotcha and he's like what do you what do you believe in what do you, you know you're a satanist what do you believe in blah 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 and he, and lucian say he said well we've got our tenants and he goes well what's your first tenant you know trying to catch him and he's like treat everything with respect and and mm-hmm. empathy know, empathy and he goes oh oh okay <laughs> oh he goes well you know really that, got yourself there yeah huh? he's like well that that sound that actually sounds nice and lucian goes well maybe you're a satanist and he's like uh <laughs> <laughs> i love him yeah i don't know if he's a real monster but like i publicly fuck with that guy you know right. what i'm saying um that kind that story reminds me of the again moist critical i'm on a fucking rabbit hole yeah i know uh, dude he's i love him so much i don't much. even he's like, like some the, of his videos he's just the only like sensible youtube commentator sometimes i i sometimes i disagree with the things he says but most of those times it takes me a second but i realize that it's just because he's monotone and he was making a joke yeah, uh-huh, exactly. So I'm learning the yep. tone. But uh-huh. some of the formats I don't like. Like, sometimes he'll just, it'll just be a video of parts of the stream with very little commentary other than what was in the stream. And I don't like watching streams. So uh. I like the ones where he's more full cam so that I can, like, he's talking to a camera, but yeah. big. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it was one where he was he was showing, like, Gamer Rage clips. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. He's pulling his cock out! No. No? Not that one. A different one. This one is one where a, a 
a guy, some reporter is asking this this gamer. He's like, she's like, you know, who on the other team is like the biggest threat to you and your team? And then he he goes, no one, bitch. And then like you can see him like basically instantly regret what he just said and take a drink of his whatever the fuck gamer fuel shit. And then she goes immediately. She goes, <gasps> oh, oh, but didn't you lose three matches earlier this? You know this competition. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh-huh. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking it's, flame him. She she asked him something. She was like, "So how are you feeling at this point in the in the competition?" And he was like, "Like I'm gonna win, bitch." And he immediately, you can see the regret. And she goes, "Well, aren't you zero and three right now?" That's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, she yeah. Literally, he goes, "No one, bitch," because she's like, "Who's the th- biggest threat?" Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And he's like, "No one, bitch," and then she's like, "Aren't y'all losing this tournament?" Like, <laughs> holy shit. Savage, classic, bougie, whatever the other words are. So, uh, real quick, some housekeeping. Uh, next week, we are not 100% certain what our episode is going to be. Um, because we're actually waiting on some research material from someone involved in the Highgate Vampire story. Um, yeah, yeah, someone directly involved with an that anonymous story. Were, donor. Yeah, anonymous. Uh, we can't name yeah. names, but that this person... Um, has information that is not necessarily readily available Correct. under normal circumstances. So, so we are waiting for information on that. I'm I've started work on the script. Yeah. But um I I don't want to go too far before I get our insider information so we can come at it from the new perspective where we've learned a lot more about it. I haven't really seen anybody cover it the way that I want to deep dive it. So waiting for the rest of that information before I can fully finish the script on Highgate revisit. So if he's unable to do that, our next episode will actually be about um, the 1980s uh, book turmoil in the toy box, which discussed uh, all the satanic toys and cartoons and, and just, I, also have to get the uh, we're calling it M- uh, Michelle remembers Michelle remembers and yeah. regressive hypnosis mm-hmm. but the regressive hy- hypnosis therapy episode that's the part that I'm more interested in right. is that specific yeah hypnosis quote unquote and that'll right. tie in as we go into the uh, McMartin preschool trials right. and um, everything but so yeah so the next episode is either going to be Highgate or the toys I can't wait until f- we do the ESRB one the game. Oh shit! We didn't even plan to have that in, no. but that's that's a good one too. We can probably I can probably look into that during the toy thing. Yeah, that one's pretty simple. Um, Actually, yeah, that plays immediately into yeah. the toys issue. It's just it happened in the nineties instead of the. It was nineties, like, yeah, late eighties. Because I remember Doom 90s. was labeled mature. Yeah, so it, it happened during the eighties because it was a uh, uh, the one about the sleepover. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember can't remember the called. name of that game. It's no, like, yeah, nobody actually knows that fucking game. Oh, but I've it's seen one of the most of historically it. Yeah. important. Yeah. did one. Um, it's like a Sega CD game. Yeah, yeah, where you're like watching different screens, like security screens, and there's somebody that has invaded. It's fuck. vampires, I think. No, I don't remember. Anyway, I know Angry Video it's Game Nerd. It's dudes in fucking hoodies yeah. Yeah. with pipe cleaners on them. But anyways, then because the following recording week, so two weeks from today, uh, my son and I are doing our last father's night trip, trap. Night trap. 
are going to be doing our last father-son trip because he just turned 18. So we're heading up to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to visit Philadelphia. And we're going to stop in Point Pleasant, Massachusetts, or Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and touch <laughs> the Mothman ass. Um, so we, the following episode... He's going to touch the Mothman statue ass, and then they are going back out later at night, and they're going to touch real Mothman's ass, well, if he, available. The Mothman statue actually does turn into Mothman at night, a la Night at the Smithsonian. <laughs> oh, <Yes>. oh, shit. <laughs> so <laughs> Fucking Ben Stiller? Yeah, bud. <laughs> so because of that, we're actually going to do a double recording next week, and we're going to do... A basically a tangent. He's um, played by insert famous person here. So um, Channing Tatum. There it is, Channing Tatum. <laughs> fuck yeah. So with yeah. a tan. So we're actually going to take just a kind of a brief uh, mid meal. What is it called? Aperitif. Yeah, so kind of palate cleanser. Give you a little palate cleanser from all the satanic panic. Yes, for a minute. Cause... We're just going to do a little personal catch-up i know not, not everybody is super into the the tangent episodes where we just chat but you know for those of yeah. you that are interested in us as people as well as yeah. podcasts we're actually hosts, coming up close we'll, to our 50,000th download yeah we did so, one for 10 f- fuck it ex- we'll make up tons of excuses yeah. on the episode um but uh yeah because once we get past <laughs> once we get past the dungeons and dragons episode which is in a, f- a few weeks after that or maybe even a couple weeks after which that hopefully we'll have a very special yes, guest for who is God, actually i'm excited about that greatly responsible for this podcast he just doesn't realize it um I'll explain. really I'll okay explain yeah later. can't wait um we're I'm gonna actually curious too things are gonna start turning we're gonna start heading towards the dark side as because we've got a couple true crimes, and yeah. then we've got the McMartin preschool, and then uh, West Memphis. West Memphis so, is going to be a real dark, yeah, series. So, and then, I mean, from there, it's only going to get darker as we get closer and closer to QAnon, QAnon. which is too modern to laugh at yeah, as much. Yeah. It isn't. So, well, you know what I mean. Like, it's in the same way that like Don't Look Up was a funny movie. It was funny, but it was also like, fuck, this is so real uh, right like, ugh, so hurts. that's just kind of it's kind of our quote-unquote plan for the next few weeks just to kind of let you know what's what's happening but uh so definitely next week i say def- definitely maybe it'll either be highgate vampire mid-rom-com. or satanic to- toys huh? i said it's a mid rom-com oh definitely maybe yes oh. it's also a song isn't it I probably you. definitely it's maybe. probably several songs i was gonna say it's probably like <laughs> 10 at least so anyway, so thank you guys for listening. We we truly appreciate all of you. Um, again, like we said last week, you're the ones that make this show happen, uh, whether by donating or uh, just sharing us. That's kind of the big thing now. We actually got a new follower because their girlfriend listened to our show. So we thank you guys, and we will talk to you guys. Fuck cancer. Fuck cancer. Fuck it. Be good to yourselves. What did I say? I don't remember. I don't remember. Last time. Get violent or something. I don't remember. Oh, be a threat. Be I don't, a threat. I don't That's know, it. man. You know, you're more resilient than you're threatening uh, to be. Violently, violently, you're violently threatening to be resilient or something. I don't there know, you man. go. <laughs> All right, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.